I'll open your Bibles to Psalm 119. Stand with me. We'll read the scripture. I promise I won't go too long today. Is it like Elizabeth Taylor said to her seventh husband, I won't keep you long? Um, Psalm 119. Just a couple comments about the, the workers. We were definitely the coolest group because we had Thanos for one of our uh, counselors. Um, and it, it's so fun watching Beth Hollinger because actually I started feeling sorry for her students. She has one tough counselor right there. And I, I, I have to make this comment. Um, really pray for our youth group. I'm so thankful that God has brought Ty and Diana to us. What Diana is doing with these young ladies is fantastic. It's just fantastic. So praise God for that. I'm very thankful for them. And I heard rave reviews from the other preachers about Chad's message. So it's just a blessing. All right. Psalm 119. Look at verse 25. We're just going to read the first three verses. The Bible says, My soul cleaveth unto the dust. Quicken thou me according to thy word. I have declared my ways, and thou heardest me. Teach me thy statutes. Make me to understand the way of thy precepts. So shall I walk, so shall I talk of thy wondrous works. Lord, help us as we study your word now. In Jesus' name, amen. You can be seated. Three simple points from these three verses. The first verse, look at it again. My soul cleaveth unto the dust. Quicken thou me according to thy word. When you see the word dust in the Bible, think of when you hear ashes to ashes, dust to dust. God formed us out of the dust. That's how he made Adam. He formed Adam out of the dust of the ground, the dust of the earth. And the simple fact of the matter is that's where we're going. Unless the rapture takes place, all of us will end up back in the dust. Aren't you glad I'm not going to say amen, let's pray? <laughs> Life is hard, then you die, get over it. You know that that really is the attitude of a lot of the world. And if you're an atheist, this is all that it is. And if your life is bad, this is as good as it's going to get. And if you're a lost person, it doesn't matter how bad your life is, that's better than your eternity. But here's the problem. The fact that we came out of the dust, the fact that we are created out of the dust of this earth, the problem with our sin nature is, is that is, there is an attraction back to the earth. There's an attraction back to worldly things. I mentioned last week that if the rapture takes place, there are people that are going to be holding on to the earth because their soul cleaves to the dust. And see, this is the issue. The Bible says it this way. Look at the text again. My soul cleaveth unto the dust. Quicken thou me according to thy word. Do you all remember what it says in Ephesians? And you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins. We are dead in sin until the Lord Jesus Christ saves us. Amen. Is there anybody here saved today? Are you glad about it? If you're really glad about it, say amen like you really are. How many of you are glad you're saved? Amen. Oh, I don't have to go to hell. I get to be in heaven. Whatever. 
And here's the issue with us. Our soul, it cleaves to the earth. And what we need is the Holy Spirit of God. Listen to the word. To separate us from the world. That happens at salvation. But the problem, this is is kind of a funny statement. The problem of salvation is that my soul is saved. I am now spiritually alive, but I still have this body of flesh and bone made from the dust that everything that's in the world appeals to my flesh. And so first of all, we must be born again. There's none righteous, no, not one. The wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We must be saved, and when that happens, he quickens us. Isn't that good? But the problem is my flesh still longs for the world. So what we have to pray is that God will, through his word, renew our minds And allow us to mortify, to put to death our flesh every day and many times a day. And isn't it interesting? This is written, what, 700 B.C., and we still have this problem. This is why we say the Bible is the best descriptor of the human condition. My soul cleaveth unto the dust. Quicken thou me, how? According to thy word. Even our salvation... Even our salvation, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. You can't get saved without a Bible. The Bible talks about what the gospel is, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, according to the scriptures. So the thing, the the, the way that we know to be saved is through God's word. That's how we know how to be saved. But God's word is also how we learn how to live. Quicken thou me according to thy word. So number one. Number one is my problem. My soul cleaveth to the dust. Number two is my answer. I have declared my ways, Chad. I, have, we, I, I told him when he told me about that, I said, well, Text Sunday is going to be talking about our ways. I have declared my ways, and thou heardest me. Teach me thy statutes. So what does it mean, I have declared my ways? The Bible in 1 John 1, 9 says, If we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The interesting thing about that is 1 John is written to believers. 1 John five thirteen. These things have I written to you that believe. These things have I written to you that believe that you may know that you have eternal life. So to believers, John says, if we confess our sin, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The Bible says there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the ends thereof are the ways of death. Jesus said that, he has, he has a, that there's a narrow way and there's a broad way. The broad way leads to destruction. The narrow way leads to eternal life. That way is so narrow that there's only one door. And that door is Jesus Christ. And so what I have to do is I have to take my life, and, and I want to say this, I'm always worried when, they, when our kids go to a, a youth rally or they go to camp, and I don't know the preacher, because, man, y'all know, there are a lot of preachers that just aren't very good. I've never heard better teen messages than this week. It was fantastic. And what's fun is you can tell he was influenced. How many of you noticed this? He was influenced by Dave McCracken. Did anybody see Dave McCracken in him? The first time I met Joe Decker, Dave McCracken introduced me to him. And so Dave McCracken's the greatest youth speaker in America. And Joe Decker might be right there with him. It was fantastic. But what, remember what he said. The problem with we believers 
is we compare ourselves to other people in the world, and spiritually, we might look pretty good there. But when I actually declare my ways to God, how many of you are better than God? How many have anything that God needs? There's a Christian leader this week that tweeted out, um, what was it? The, the first thing that God discovered that wasn't good was loneliness. All right? So number one, God never discovers anything. Amen? I thought the text, I thought the tweet was saying that God was lonely. Well, God is completely self-sufficient. He doesn't need anything, so he can't be lonely. So I, I tweeted this guy's, or I texted this guy's boss and said, man, this is Theology 101. When you guys do stuff like this, it makes people that love us, that love you, embarrassed. This is silly. And he, he texted me back and he said, well, I think he was talking about Adam. And the, the idea is that it's not good for man to be alone. Did God discover that? Or had God already planned to create for him a help me? Because the, the Bible says it is not good for man to be alone. And when the Bible says that Jesus Christ is the lamb slain from the foundation of the world, that means that there were going to be people, which means there has to be a bride. How many of you think God knew he was going to create Eve? You think that? You think he knew that? And I get so tired of this flippant, stupid, casual conversation about God as if he looked at Adam and said, oh no, he's lonely. He's just going to be so sad. Almighty God knew exactly what he was going to do. And when I declare my ways, I realize that even my thoughts of God are not high enough. Anytime you start to say something about God, you better make sure that what you're saying agrees with the Scripture and that you don't say anything that violates His nature. And let me tell you something. Anytime we try to describe God, we diminish Him. So the best thing to say about God is what God says about Himself in the Bible. Amen? God's not lonely. He doesn't discover things. He can never be disappointed because He knows everything. How can you be disappointed if you... Have an, unless you have an expectation that you're expecting to be fulfilled. So God's watching you, and he sees Jeffrey. And Jeffrey gets mad and says a bad word. And God says, I had such great plans for him. I'm so disappointed. Now, don't go and say bad words. Leave that for your dad when he falls out of the kayak. <laughs> but you all understand... There's nothing you're going to do between now and when you die that God doesn't know about. So how about we just humble ourselves and declare our ways to him, God, you know, I struggle. And whatever it is, say it to him. And you say, man, I've told God a thousand times that I struggle with anger, whatever it is. Tell him again. Listen, because look at the next verse. I'm sorry. Look at the rest of the verse. I have declared my ways. Look at this. I love this. And thou heardest me. One of the things Brother Decker preached was that God knew Hagar's name. And he knows your name. When you pray to him, here's the good news. He hears you. He hears you. And then look at what this. Teach me thy statutes. Teach me thy statutes. What are his statutes? Those are God's declared rules from the word of God. And so my ways violate God's statutes. I need to declare my ways to him so that he can teach me the right way to go. 
My problem, my soul cleaveth unto the dust. My answer, I have declared my ways, and thou hast heard of me. Now look at verse 27. Teach me thy statutes. Look at verse 27. Make me to understand the way of thy precepts. What are precepts? Remember, I told you there are ten words that are used to describe the word of God and portions of the word of God that are used all through Psalm 119. Precepts are God's established statutes that we are to teach to others. Line upon line, precept upon precept. That's the way the Bible says it. So precepts are those statutes, those commandments of God that we are to communicate to others. So now look at what it says. Make me to understand the way of thy precepts. How many of you think that the guy that tweeted out that God discovered God's loneliness, wouldn't have been better for him to understand God's precepts before he said something that stupid? I'm about to get distracted. Let's go back to the text. Make me to understand the way of thy precepts. So these things that we are to teach to others, it's not just information. It's information that we are to live by. It's information. There are rules and standards and commandments that God wants us to walk by. And if we walk by those things, then we'll have joy and happiness and understand God's way. How do I know that? Look at what it says. Middle of the verse. So shall I talk of thy wondrous works. See, what are we supposed to do? How many of you know you're supposed to be talking about God's wondrous works? Right? You can't do that until you declare your ways. You can't declare his ways until you declare to him your ways. The, because otherwise, here's what happens. You declare your ways. Right? The, the, remember the Pharisee? I'm glad that I'm not like one of these lowly publicans. Right? God hates that. God absolutely hates that. When I declare my ways, Lord, you know. Listen. God knows our, our, my frame. Who knows the rest of the verse? That I am but dust. I need to declare my ways to God. I declare my ways, and then I can declare my ways to others. So my problem is, my problem is verse 1, my soul cleaveth unto the dust. I came out of the dust, I'm heading to the dust, and my entire body wants to be there. Verse 26, I have declared my ways, thou heardest me. Teach me thy statutes. That's my answer. My problem is, I'm going back to the dust. My answer is, I declare my ways to him. He hears me, and he teaches me his statutes. And then, I've got a job. Make me to understand the way of thy precepts, so that I shall talk, or so shall I talk, of thy wondrous works. When you focus on God, you see his glory. You can't help but tell somebody about it. When you see something amazing, you see something amazing? Uh, uh, Michael Scott, I think sent me a, a picture this morning. And if I had it, I'd put it up. And it's this little bulldog standing up on his hind legs or a pug. And he's up against the, the, the door or whatever. And he's real kind of, kind of chubby. And then tiny little rear end and legs. Yeah, and it says, this is a man over 50 in skinny jeans. <laughs> and I showed it to Laura in Sunday school this morning. And she said, it's you. <laughs> and it is. It's so funny, man. When you see something like that, you got to tell somebody. How many of you have gotten a picture recently and you had to show it to somebody else? How many of you, that's, that's the way it is. How about we spend some time in God's word and find something so amazing that we have to go tell somebody? Amen?
See, when we declare our ways to him and he shows us his statutes, then we understand that some of those statutes are precepts that we are to teach somebody else. And the way to teach them is to declare his wondrous works. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for your word and the opportunity to preach it. Lord, thank you for these young people and what you're doing in their lives. Lord, I pray if there's someone here who's never trusted you as Savior, that today will be the day of their salvation.